welcome to StockTwits After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at StockTwits, the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to StockTwits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Rosenberger, alongside head trader at trading experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is Tuesday, November 10th. Stocks were mixed. The Nasdaq continued to lag while the small caps stayed strong. This was the second day in a row we've seen the small caps outperform. What does this rotation mean to you? So we got day two of that sector rotation that we saw begin yesterday. Most of the leaders of the pandemic have been relatively weak since we got the vaccine news Monday morning. So NASDAQ closed down 2% as the S&P closed flat with the Dow actually closing up 8%. Amazon and Shopify have been notably weak as e-commerce stocks are taking a hit. Zoom video is now 36% off its highs in just over three weeks. So the reopening stocks, aka the value stocks, continue to get all the love this week. Consumer staples closed up 2%. Industrials nearly up 2%. Financials were pretty flat, but it was important that they held on to yesterday's gains. Energy was even up 3% as it makes a charge higher this week. So what we're seeing in the most simple sense is the beaten down stocks of 2020 are finally catching a bid. The number one thing we're looking for the rest of the week is whether or not this rotation stays consistent. We've seen the value names make fake out moves like this all year, only to eventually sell off again. So is this the catalyst they need to finally begin to trend higher? We shall see. Energy was the strongest sector for the second day in a row. Do you think the worst sector in 2020 is going to be making an energetic comeback? So this all goes back to the vaccine trade we were just talking about. Oil gained nearly 3% today on hopes that vaccines on the horizon, even though we're seeing new lockdowns to contain the virus. Dr. Fauci said doses of the vaccine will become available for people at the highest priority beginning in December. And this implies people may be able to go on vacation again next year, which indirectly means we should see a greater demand for jet fuel. You know, traffic fell sharply across the world once the pandemic hit. So oil has been trading higher this week on the hopes of getting past COVID. It also didn't hurt that Saudi Arabia's energy minister said Monday that OPEC could tweak their supply pack if demand slumps once again before vaccine is readily available. So we'll have to watch to see if it can hold its gains this week. Airbnb postponed its IPO. The company was supposed to file paperwork on Thursday, but delayed to keep it separate from the U.S. election in the continuing uncertainty over the final vote tallies. What do you make of Airbnb's delay? So Airbnb is in a very unique space given the pandemic and the fact that it's virtually a travel business. They clearly need to raise money just given the fact they're still looking to go through with the IPO and not postponing it for six months when, given everything we found out this week, we'll be in a very different scenario with the pandemic. You would imagine there will be an excitement to travel once again once we're in the clear after the general population has been on lockdown for a year. But the fact they're citing the election as their reasoning for postponing makes my first thought go to regulation of some sort. What kind of electoral outcome does Airbnb need to see for it to fit best with their company's narrative? I personally think Airbnb is just buying more time before they're set to debut. The market's pretty volatile with the uncertainty surrounding the election and the virus. So delaying a month or so could be big for them. Datadog, one of the software names that became a market leader during the pandemic, the company just released earnings and posted a nice beat, but the stock is down 10% after hours. What's got this dog down? Oh, and this dog is down. These Datadog earnings were actually really solid. They had the partnership with Microsoft announced mid-quarter. That really boosted the stock late September. They saw strong growth in our largest customers, and Q3 sales were up 61% year over year, picking up right where they left off last quarter. You know, They guided higher for fiscal year 2020. 
2021. So they're indicating the growth will remain. The reason they're down 10% after hours, in my opinion, is that when they start selling the high beta names, like we've seen across the board with the lockdown stocks this week, they can really dive. This is one of those situations where unless Datadog did something like you know doubled their company in a quarter, their stock was likely going to feel the pressures of the sector-wide selling regardless. So we'll see if the sector can hold up this week. Otherwise, valuations might get a bit more normalized. All righty, Shake. Well, that's all we got for today. We'll have to see and watch where Datadog opens tomorrow. But we'll talk to you after the close tomorrow. Cool. Talk then. You've been listening to StockTwits After Hours. To learn more and subscribe today, visit StockTwits.com. All opinions expressed by the host and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of StockTwits or their affiliates. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended for the basis of any investment decision. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.